This is episode 532 on the 10th of June 2022. The streak is over. All the hype and all the promotions around the Indian team winning 13 consecutive 20 over matches to create a world record. All that came to an end, not a disappointing end, but you can call it a very interesting way in which the match progressed yesterday but the question is what's the first all about i did talk about getting into the details of captaincy mind games dubara so as always the pseudo experts who think themselves as highly themselves as someone who can just give their opinion without having any experience of being in the hot seat or being a captain those who were captains themselves went through captaincy mind games and all those things but now they have a microphone in their hand and they think they can do anything so when rohit sharma kohli bumrah etc etc were rested for this tournament because they are taking a flight to england in the next one week in fact next friday they will be over there rahul was made the captain and then the question became this is an important moment for rahul to show his skills he is next in line to be the captain though there were a few other contenders in rishabh pant shreyas ayer i would even say and ishan kishan is also a contender but the question will be asked is he good enough well everyone starts with zero captaincy experience i also when i became one of the leaders of an organization i had no experience but i understood what i had to do and without getting into any kind of controversies without creating any conspiracy theories i did the job and i've been doing it for the past 2 years being a part of an important decision making leadership group but more on that later which is irre- irrelevant right now but what happens couple of days before the match rahul gets injured one can question why did he get injured is he not fit enough is he not taking his fitness seriously well we all know which and what is to blame for players getting injured which is already increasing and it's getting into double pages so what happens when rahul gets in injured pant takes over remember 15 years ago when a certain rahul decided to relinquish captaincy and retire from the sport adhoni took over and 15 years later another rahul gets injured for whatever reasons and then arishab pant takes over who has been so far called a chhota dhoni but he wants to create his own identity and i agree with that factor so pant takes over and what happens conspiracies theories start flying because the question is why was rishabh pant appointed the captain when you have shreyas ayer ishan kishan and hardik pandya as more competitive captains why not hardik pandya and then another player got injured in kuldeep yadav he was hit on the hand during a practice session that is why i never like practice session because such things can happen and then 
you blame that the players don't take a break or they're not well equipped enough or they don't protect themselves enough during these practice sessions and they get injured and so far the indian cricket board has not sent any replacements though if i would want to send replacements who would be replacing these two individuals well there would be like for like replacement for rahul it would be prithvi shaw even if his mumbai indians ranji trophy team has reached the semi finals of that ranji trophy 5 day tournament i would still picking up from pick him up from there and then straight away tell him no you are playing this 20 over tournament if the indian cricket board and the selectors want the same and then i would add kunal pandya as another all rounder or i would even add rahul chahar as the spinner and then not going to discussion about leg spinners and off spinners and wrist spinners and finger spinners and who should be in the team and what are the spots being contested for for me if i could have everyone i would have every spinning all rounder as a part of the team whether they are good enough to play in the world cup whether they are not is no one's business but their own well if you read yesterday's newspaper false narratives were thrown around that pant ayer and kishan are fighting for spots because they did not do well in the recently concluded national t20 cup or even if they did well the strike rate was well below the acceptable norms and who decides what is the acceptable norm for strike rates well those who say this should be the strike rate have no same so let's not even get into this debate about strike rates because i have already gone through that discussion and we'll get around to it later on but coming to yesterday's team yesterday's match the moment india scored 211 runs it was a good score you can say that in 20 overs you can get to 300 and still you you will feel it's not good enough so the question is what is good enough is 211 good enough of course south africa chased it down but then of course after the batters did all the job all the hard work then came the question did the bowlers not bowl well i think the bowlers bowl well but when you are on on a ground which is as big as your living room it's the smallest the most ugliest ground in the world if i had my say i would never organize a match in delhi for me delhi doesn't deserve to host a match unless the governing body the delhi cricket board governing body and the national governing body decide to dismantle that piece of ugly architecture and make a fresh new stadiums with big boundaries and something worth looking at because looking at the delhi stadium whether it's sitting over there as a spectator or whether watching from home as a viewer it's the ugliest piece of architecture ever created it's one of those stadiums which is unsafe the 
structural integrity of that stadium will always be under question it can collapse any time that's the fear and that fear is not going away but we'll talk more on that later let's look at yesterday's match of course once again the newspapers did not mind going after the players despite getting 211 you still said india did not do well in the first six overs why because they only scored 50 55 56 runs in the first six overs gaikwad never looked comfortable despite scoring 23 of 15 i think he yes he and of course the south african bowlers bowled well they bowled the right lines lengths blah 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 i still think india did well and as far as south africa winning this tournament this winning this match is concerned it was just a bit of luck whatever plans they had it worked to a t and then of course who would who but david miller would carry on his awesome form from the national t20 cup into the international t20 cup and do what he does but well okay let's say that they did well they had a good partnership between rassi van der dersen who i see as the apt replacement for fab duplessy who did exactly this when fab duplessy himself was part of the team and david miller that's his job he is not going to score 30 of 30 he is going to hit blindly so how do i look at this match did they bowl badly no did pant as a captain err in his decision making no we have already gone after him as far as the his daily captaining is concerned where he made errors i do not think he made errors over here on the contrary i think his captaincy was a rated i would give him 9 out of 10 because 10 out of 10 can often mean bias so for his captaincy irrespective of the results irrespective of how the bowlers were going for fours and sixes and how according to the pseudo media they were not good enough which i disagree with i think it was a great captaincy for him you couldn't have done much more better 211 on most days is a good score so the africa chased it down but they're not going to do it every time and then of course the size of the ground the ugliness of the architecture well that can always distract you that's the interesting part but the conspiracy theories will always remain and this means the streak is over the 120 winning streak has halted which means they have to restart from the next match if they have to win will once again there would be questions that they missed rohit sharma's astute captaincy they missed virat kohli's aggression well if these two individuals are not in the team there's no point saying we miss them those who are not there they are not there because this is the team which will take them into the next decade maybe except kartik the others will do the job for the next 5 to 6 years i see ishan kishan as a possible captain i see ayer as a probable captain pant has already proven himself pandya will continue to do the job if he keeps himself fit so that's one discussion i'm not going 
to have because it ha- it is a meaningless discussion but i think they did well to get to 211 and i think they deserve all the praise irrespective of what happened finally and what the pseudo media says what the ppedia media says that wow miller and manderson what a magical night fours and sixes galore it just kept on coming i'm not worried about that i'm not worried about this could be a fluke victory it's not the end of the world especially not in such tournaments where points are not at stake unlike the qualification for the 50 over world cup where you have to not only win the match but winning the match will get you qualification points for the world cup so i don't think such things make a difference eventually but pant who has been playing for the last 2 to 3 years did not have to go through that torture call interview he was immediately promoted to vice captain after rahul was the og the original captain and then he was made the captain despite having other players in the team who have captained their domestic team the four and the controversies around that will continue to grow big and big they will continue to inflate but there are times where despite having experience you have to go through the interview waste land i i see interview as a waste land as something which has which doesn't help anyone in fact interviews are the biggest causes of stress than anything else because when you ha- because we are so eager to impress the person the interviewee that we lose our minds we lose our heads we lose our composure we get stressed we are sweating why should you be stressed over something as minor as an interview it's a baseline it doesn't bring out any experience just because somebody has gone for 100 interviews it it shows that it's not the person's fault that person has all the experience but the person who is sitting on the other side of the chair doesn't see him or her as a potential individual as a potential colleague so i don't see giving 100 interviews as something of a big achievement if you have given 100 interviews it shows that your skills have not been given the respect but on the other hand despite knowing that the person interviewing you is jealous obnoxious and arrogant you still continue to go through that process again so so if someone tells me i have given 100 interviews i will not be impressed maybe i was impressed a few years ago but right now it doesn't impress me because if i if i had an option and after one or two interviews that person did not give me the respect i would do the same i would not go for an interview ever again i would not go through that process where the person sitting on the other side is obnoxious arrogant jealous because the interviewee does not want the person being interviewed to be more experienced than him that's why a lot of broadcasting companies 
don't invite me on that panel because I'm more experienced than the entire panel put together in the commentary box and as the writers. They see me, they see me as someone who will eclipse them, who will put their jobs in danger, therefore I don't want to be invited now. I have my own setup and I don't see working for others as something of an achievement. I see it as something of a demotion. For me, having your own time, deciding when to do, what to do, how to do at your own time, making your own schedule and not being affected by someone else's schedule, at least up to some point, not allowing other aspects to affect what you want to do so if i want to watch a movie i don't have to take anyone's permission if i want to take a break i don't have to ask anyone's permission and i can write an article after 15 days i'm not under pressure like most newspaper writers to write an article every day and what happens when you have to write every day the quality may suffer but if you have enough experience, you can write an article of any kind which I have already written. They will not go into that. So how do I look at interviews? Interviews are all about elimination and not selection. As I said, the person asking you questions is jealous. When they look at your profile and see that you have more experience than them, that you have done more work than they have ever done that you have grown more than they have grown more in that company even if they have spent 10 years in that company they are jealous so they try to make sure that you will never go beyond that line and the interviewee is jealous the interviewee the interviewer whoever it is whoever is the one asking questions they are jealous they are they they're thought process becomes inferior and then I think interviews are obsolete landlines will survive printers will survive more than interviews so what is obsolete not landlines not in-person discussions but interviews whether it's face to face or through video through video are also sometimes forced because you don't have to you don't want to travel and the other person doesn't want to host you so when i would go for interviews i'll just give a very short burst on that first i had to sit for half an hour as they, they would even forget that you were there and then they would remember oh you are there oh we forgot okay why don't you do something why don't you write an article based on this subject on the spot okay fair enough i do it and then do they even read an article? Do they even respect the effort made to write that article? No. And then even if they want to discuss the articles, they will find a hundred flaws in it. Okay, you did not write from this point of view. You forgot this point of view. You were biased towards this individual. They'll find thousands of flaws. If, despite the fact that they have probably never written one in their life but because they are on that side of the table they think they have the right to find flaws 
and then when they ask you a question they give you the impression they are being nice they'll offer you beverages they'll be very friendly but in their mind it's churning this person can knock me from my position of strength i may be knocked out in a month if this individual comes i may be demoted if this individual comes i will do everything to make sure that this individual doesn't get a foot inside and even if the person does i'll make sure that the remuneration they receive is not worth it and they will just say no that's what is happening that's what are the actual thoughts they smile they're all nice they offer you beverages but at the same time they are jealous they look at you as competition as someone who can knock them off their mountain of omnipotence so who wants to go through this they're biased so why do you want to go through this and if you have experience why should you go through the interview process if you look at sports athletes turned commentators i don't even think they go through the interview process so they are they though as they were incompetent in their sporting life and they continue that incompetency in their commentary stint yet they never go through the interview process and never go through a selection audition process as is the ter- term used often and they just get selected whether they deserve it or not whether they are competent whether they have the skills whether they are good enough to be on that seat to be able to give that respect to that position it doesn't matter and as far as auditions are concerned you make one error you slip up and you are done they all wait for that one slip up one error whether it's deliberate whether it's because you are slightly nervous if i go today i won't be nervous but i don't have to go today i don't have to prove myself to someone else to go th- to go through a process of waiting for 4 hours i don't have to do that i've been there done that and i've seen no positive and anything worth coming from that process so for me interviews are all about elimination and not selection it is about the jealousy of the individuals who act all nice it's a wasteland it's meaningless and absolute obsolete more obsolete than in person meetings than landlines than even taking a print out or any such thing which involves analog stuff and then they are based they are biased and without any logic
सो दिस एंड्स एपिसोड नंबर 533 ऑन द 13th ऑफ जून 2022 दिस एंड्स एपिसोड नंबर 532 ऑन द 10th ऑफ जून 2022 स्टे ट्यून्ड फॉर द नेक्स्ट एपिसोड ऑन द 13th ऑफ जून विद एपिसोड नंबर 533 Thank mm-hmm. you.